The Invictus Mind, Episode 5. Corbell here. It's a new week, a new month, a new year, and a new decade. Happy New Year, everybody. You know, they say hindsight is 2020. That means that we learn from the mistakes of the past. In other words, if we knew then what we know now, we would make different decisions. Well, hopefully moving forward, we will have clearly defined goals spelled out. So next year, we will see 2020. Yeah, that was my cheesy dad joke of the year. You can expect at least one of them every single year or from time to time. Anyway, today is a solo episode, so you get to hear just myself. I don't have any guests lined up, but for the holiday season, everybody wanted to spend time with their family and their loved ones, as they should. So you just get to hear me talk about the exciting things that we're going to be doing with the Invictus Mind podcast in the year 2020. I want to apologize started off because I had a great guest lined up for last week right before Christmas. Unfortunately, I made the mistake of not pushing record during the interview. So I have to go back to him humbly and say, I'm a fool and I need to re-record our conversation. So for all you podcasters out there, you know it's going to happen at least once. And that's what happened to me last week. I promise going forward, we'll push record. We'll get some good guests. And from time to time, you'll get to hear me just talk by myself. So what can we expect from a New Year's episode going into 2020? There are lots of different people out there who are coaches, who are counselors for setting goals, and they always talk about setting resolutions. And the thing about resolutions is that we all make them at the end of December. We're all positive and happy that we're going to continue them going into the next year. And by the beginning of February, most of these resolutions have failed, and we're back to the same old thing that we've always been. So this isn't going to be one of those sessions telling you how to make goals and everything like that because you can read a book to figure out how to make goals. But we do want to talk about some of the things that we're going to do to improve our mindset going forward in 2020. What are the things that we are going to think about that are going to make us invictus? On my website, I've broken down several things that are important to me, things that we should be thinking about moving forward in the year 2020. I talk a lot about liberty and freedom. So I've broken out a couple categories. There are political freedoms spiritual freedoms, and financial freedoms. How do we obtain these freedoms? Where do they come from? Where is the source of liberty? These are all important things and things that we should be thinking about in the year 2020. But how do we improve our mindset? Well, I also talk a lot about the books that we're reading and the associations that we have, the people that we hang out with, and a myriad of other things that help shape our character. So as you look back on the year 2019, what things were positive for you? What were blessings? What things were negative? What were challenges? What were curses? Do they equal out? And if they don't, how are you going to change that in the year 2020? What's going to be a little different from you? How are you going to break down all the different things in your life that are important and put them in a way 
that'll help you improve next year. What are your financial goals, your personal goals, your family goals, and your spiritual goals? Because I think all those things are important to think about in the future. Okay, let's do this Happy New Year song. One, two, one, two, three, four. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Raise the glass and pour the punch. Grab some potato chips, buy the punch, and celebrate the birth of the new year. I want to start by listing some of the new laws that our wonderful state of Illinois has passed in 2020. Now, we all know that laws can be good or bad. Most of the time, they're bad because government wants to take our money in a form of taxation or they want to control or regulate how we behave in some way, shape, or form. But there are actually 250 new laws that were recorded. Now, I can't possibly read all 250 of those new laws now, but these are some of the ones that I got a kick out of that are going to take place in 2020 and we probably should be aware of. The first of these many laws is a raise of the minimum wage. No longer will unskilled workers be earning $8.25 per hour, but they will get a dollar increase to earn $9.25 per hour. My question is, why don't we give unskilled workers and new labor $25 an hour? Why not $50 an hour? Heck, we should be giving new labor $100 an hour because we know that makes perfect economic sense. You see, the thing is, most people don't realize what it actually costs employers to pay with a minimum wage increase. They don't just pay $9.25, but they have to pay things like workers' compensation insurance, they have to pay unemployment tax, and they have to pay a myriad of other things that will actually decrease their bottom line. So when they raise the minimum wage, not only will prices go up, but eventually people will find themselves out of work. It's just basic economics. The minimum wage is not designed to take care of a family. That's the argument that most people lay out when they want more money for minimum wage. They want to be able to take care of their loved ones without actually providing more value to the employers they work for. Minimum wage is not designed to take care of your family. It's an entry-level wage for people who don't have a lot of skills. The solution is not to give them more money, but to provide more things for them to improve on so they can actually take care of their family with new skill sets. So go out and read a book, go to school, bring more value to your employer, and then you deserve to get more money. Here's another one. They call it HB 2237, otherwise known as the Illinois Higher Education Savings Program. Simply put, starting on December 31st of 2020, the state of Illinois will deposit $50 into a college account for every child born after 2020, used for books, tuition, fees, and etc. The thing is, the state of Illinois will take that from every single taxpayer, regardless if they have children or not. Now, I understand that college can be expensive, but that's why we have college savings programs. That's why we need to be saving money. That's why we need to apply for grants and scholarships. Taxpayers, especially if you don't have children, should not be responsible or on the hook take care of savings that people have because their kids can't afford to go to school. House Bill 3550 now extends the sexual education courses that are offered from grades 6 to 12 that makes students required to understand what the meaning of the word consent is. Like adults don't know what consent means. I thought it meant approval or permission or some kind of agreement between two adults. You know, consenting adults who do things to each other at their own pleasure have that kind of freedom. But now we need to learn what no means. Do we really need a law to understand that no means no? I get a kick out of this one. State Bill 556 
now demands that restrooms in public places that are single-use restrooms must be identified as a place for all genders with a sign that says no more than one person may use it at this time. Bathrooms with signs saying both boys and girls can enter. There's a law that says that we have to place a sign like adults can't figure out which bathroom to go to. Quite ridiculous. I'm sure I'll get some flack for saying this one. House Bill 3534 says that applicants who are applying for a driver's license or a state ID in Illinois may now choose from male, female, or non-binary as gender identifications. As if people are confused and they just want to be introduced as individuals. Hello, person. Hello, individual. Nice to meet you. Why does there need to be a law about this? Why even put male or female on the driver's license anyway? It makes no sense. If you're going to be called an individual, then just put your first and last name and respect people's privacy. House Bill 3113. Health insurance companies and their policies will now have to cover one annual office visit for a whole body skin examination for suspicious looking lesions or other marks that might detect cancer one way or another. Now that's not such a bad thing for insurance companies to include that in their policies, but why make a law about that? Why can't it just be left up to insurance companies and the clients to decide whether that's something that they want to cover? They want to make it a law so now companies can be fined for not including that provision. Here's another one. HB 3435 now requires insurance companies to cover the EpiPen injectors for children under 18. Now EpiPens are expensive and they're quite needed for people who have life-threatening allergies. And I'm thankful that my daughter and nobody in my family actually has a food allergy that requires the expensive EpiPen. But that's just another example of why insurance companies are costing so much to consumers because they make ridiculous laws that say things like this that should be selectives are included in all policies now. Here's some good news for those of you who own vehicles in the state of Illinois. Starting in 2020, there will be a $50 increase for license plate registration. I remember it used to be $50 to get the sticker every single year. Now drivers in Illinois will be paying as high as $250 just to put the sticker on their car every single year and not be out of compliance. And if you want to buy a new vehicle or trade in an old vehicle for an upgrade, get ready for a new tax. Starting in 2020, there will be an additional vehicle tax on any trade-ins valued above $10,000. Here's what that means. Let's say you want to purchase a new vehicle and the cost is $35,000 which is the going rate for most vehicles nowadays. But you have a trade-in that is valued at $20,000. In the old way, the tax would be on a difference of $15,000, which would come to about $1,300 of tax. Now going forward, there will be an additional tax on the $10,000 of value in addition to the $15,000 difference. That's almost $900 just to purchase a new vehicle on a trade-in. Now let me ask you this, who the heck's going to want to trade in a vehicle when they're taxed almost $2,500 just to do that? The Tamara Clayton Act, otherwise known as House Bill 331, now increases the amount of cameras that are used on Cook County highways. This bill was named after the woman who was shot and killed on the way to work. Law enforcement officials say that these cameras can be used to investigate crimes that take place on state highways. Now, 
I don't know about you guys, but I think that there are way too many cameras. We have red light cameras and cameras just about every intersection. We have an increase in the surveillance in this country. And we don't need any more cameras for police to do their jobs. I'm sorry that bad things happen, but more laws and more security just take away more of our freedoms. The fine for hitting a construction worker will increase to $25,000 from formerly $10,000. Now that's not such a bad thing. We don't need people hitting construction workers as they're driving recklessly on the road. But I can honestly tell you, I don't know how often that actually happens. To me, it just seems like another way for the state of Illinois to gain more money from criminals. Here's a new law that all the cop lovers will like. House Bill 2028 actually doubles the burial benefit provided to first responders to $20,000. Now this does include paramedics and firefighters, but the law was written specifically because of the police officers who are said to have been shot in the line of duty over the last few years. So if you plan on killing a cop, just know that they must not have correct insurance policies for their families, so they're gonna take that out in everyone else's taxes. Here's a law that I don't think is such a bad thing. House Bill 2767 requires a curriculum to be provided to all police officers for training to recognize signs of stress that may lead to suicide or other mental health issues. Now, police will be the first one to tell you that their job is so dangerous and that they always are scared of the situations they encounter in. So we hear a lot of stories of cops who are killing people who are innocent. And once in a while, there are people that will put police into a high-stress situation. But I think that a law that requires them to recognize these signs might actually provide a benefit to the citizens that they know that the police officers are actually recognizing when they're about to do something that could be hazardous to their health. As I mentioned, there's about 250 new laws that will be on the books as of January 1st, 2020. I encourage everyone to do some research as to what these laws are, because as they say, ignorance does not absolve you from the crimes that are on the books, regardless if they're victimless crimes or not. So you cannot claim that you didn't know a law existed if you get pulled over or you get charged with some kind of fee because you didn't know it existed. The good laws and the bad laws are what this applies to. In any case, regardless of how you feel about the fines and fees and other laws that are on the books, I want to take a moment to talk about my favorite law that was passed in Illinois just recently. As of January 1st, 2020, Illinois will now be the 11th state in the United States of America to legalize recreational marijuana. I'm going to take a moment to talk about the provisions of this law as written out in Illinois. And I know that there are many people who don't agree with this, but those who are freedom-loving or the libertarians who are listening to me will congratulate this law and why it's such a good thing. The law says it will be now legal to have up to 30 grams of cannabis flower or buds in your possession and 500 milligrams of THC-induced products, also known as edibles. They must be purchased at state-licensed dispensaries. If you are not a resident, only half of the legal amount is permitted. In other words, 15 grams of cannabis flower or buds and 250 milligrams of THC-induced edibles. Marijuana may be legally purchased by any adult aged 21 years or older. It is prohibited in any public place, such as streets or parks, inside any motor vehicle, on school grounds, near an on-duty school bus driver, police officer, firefighter, or corrections officer. Furthermore, any person, business, or landlord 
can prohibit the use on private property. Illinois colleges and universities will also be allowed to ban marijuana use. People convicted for possession of under 30 grams of marijuana prior to this legislation would have their records referred to the state's prison review and then to Governor J.B. Prisker for a pardon, as long as those convictions were not associated with a violent crime. If the governor grants a pardon, the Illinois Attorney General would then seek expungement. Those convicted for possession between 30 and 500 grams would have the option of petitioning for expungement themselves. Now that's the law as it's written in the books. It's important to understand here though that there is a difference between legalization and decriminalization. Legalization means a substance will be taxed. It means it'll be regulated and it'll have certain provisions as to when it is allowed to be used. As opposed to decriminalization, which means that that substance is treated like any household or ordinary crop or food item, which will face no consequences, no taxation, or no regulations. Now, this is a good step in the direction as far as the drug war goes. There are millions of families that have been affected because of the drug war, and personally, I think legalization makes sense. I prefer decriminalization, but at least it's a step in the right direction. I'm going to have a future podcast dedicated exclusively to the drug war, the trillions of dollars that have been wasted because of it, the millions of families torn apart, and the several injustices that take place in the United States of America because of substance abuse. We will discuss why substance abuse should be treated as a sickness or health concern rather than a criminal activity. But for now, I'm just going to celebrate the law that was passed that will allow people to actually have freedom of what they want to put inside their own body. Freedom! So why do I want to talk about the new laws that were passed? What does that have to do with resolutions and goals and forming a new life at the beginning of 2020? Here at the Invictus Mind, we talk about things that are obstacles in our lives. And I believe that government is a huge obstacle affecting millions of people. Now, I also believe that as long as laws are going to be there affecting our lives, not only is it important to understand what these laws are, what freedoms we have left, but we also got to know what freedoms we're going to fight for. If we're going to have liberty in our lives, we need to be aware of that which is against us. For example, if one of your goals for the year 2020 is to become financially independent, you need to be aware of some of the things that will limit your success. Some of the taxes, the fees, the fines, and other laws that might limit your prosperity ability. If your goals are oriented more around personal, family, or spiritual things, then you also need to be aware of the limitations you have there too. But I want to leave with this thought. Freedom is a mindset. And though John Locke taught that we have natural rights, mainly life, liberty, and property, and Thomas Jefferson said that we have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, I encourage you to take your time to write down the things that you want to have as far as property in 2020, the things that will cause happiness in 2020, and the things that you're going to do to create more freedom in your life. I want to thank you for listening to the Invictus Mind podcast. As always, you can check out my recommended reading list. You can download us on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as a few others in the near future. Keep tuning in on a weekly basis. I promise we'll have some good guests in the future. And we'll continue to fight the good fight as far as freedom and liberty. Have a happy new year, everybody. That's it. Peace.